Olá, que tal? Todo mundo. Was that correct? <laughs> no, that was completely wrong. I, <laughs> I make some Spanish and Portuguese with it. Whoops. I think it's Olá, que tal a todos. That's that's the one. That's, yeah. What's that? Welcome to. How's, hello, how's everyone? No. Oh, como están a todos. That, that makes sense now, the translation. To the D and so, how's everyone? Welcome to the DNE podcast. My name is Daniel. Mine's Eamon, and we've made it to the fifth episode, and so have you. Yes, welcome back. Um, so for this episode, Eamon will be speaking about a thing that he went to today. So, oh, I mean, I'll do some coverage on it. I yeah. went to a, a seminar. It was kind of like a business seminar, but they had David Goggins, uh, I guess a celebrity guy there for his running and his athletic feats a lot of it was just marketing really it's kind of strange how they get the big name of david goggins to go and then they'll put a couple people in front of that who are business people and they'll use that time to advertise their little program to the business people that went and it's really kind of like they'll have like they pitch it as teaching you marketing skills but really strange in that they'll be like oh this is how you do like a um like this is a good example of oh, i don't even know, I forget the word like feedback or recommendation and then they'll put an advertisement on the screen of someone like promoting them okay and what are your takeaways from it <laughs> enough of the negatives of it well <laughs> or the advertising i didn't really take much away from the business side because it was all just kind of like okay so what did you them and their like examples but i did like david goggins take on on god he kind of he believes in a high power that we all have a personal mission to, to fulfill um the part i really enjoyed was he believed that god has a, has a chart for us up in up in wherever or that when we go when we die there's a there's a final judgment mm-hmm. basically as to what could you have completed on earth because he used to be a big fat guy who just worked his like pest spraying job wait go back a second mm-hmm. so a final judgment is there like a christian final judgment where like for example you to enter the doors of heaven you have you, you go through the judgment is that a common thing like is yeah that, is, so that's christianity Oh, good question actually this is either christianity or catholic um catholics but i be- i believe that there is a the gates of heaven which you actually go through a judgment and like there's a saint who oh, actually goes through it so and i'm assuming it's catholic because they'll like saint. let you into heaven or or not or not yeah depending of yeah. how of your good deeds and your bad deeds Okay, yeah, I guess in a way this is in a way this this is similar. This is kind of like I think the way he spoke about it was kind of like a reflection on on your life, what you could have been. So it was like he used to be a a fat guy who just sprayed pesticides, and he's saying his biggest fear was that he dies, goes to heaven, or like goes to his final judgment, and on the board there's like you know uh, weighs this much, motivation speaker like was a navy seal or this stuff and he was like that's not me and god would be like well, that's who you're supposed to be mm-hmm. and that was his fear that he like wasn't ever gonna tap into who he was supposed to be mm-hmm. so but his belief was kind of that he want to 
he wants to strive to be someone that God couldn't see what his future would have been. You know what I mean? Like, like God predicted he would do X and Y things, but he did more. Yeah. Is is his cool vision? That is I really guess. interesting. It was um, that is a good take actually. It is not. It is a good take because, in fact, it depends what sort of God you believe in, right? In a way. Yeah, I, mean, I think this is more of a... His like God a, is in, His God has given him the, um, the, the free will, basically, but complete free will, where, like, to the point where not even God would be able to see his, his future. So that's interesting. Yeah, like, he yeah. would want to outperform what was destined to him yeah. by the higher being. That's really awesome. I yeah, that's that's pretty cool actually. I th- see, and that's what I thought it was a pretty cool a pretty cool takeaway. Um, it's it's a different it's a different sort of belief, honestly. Like most people believe, like even with free will. Ah, uh, this is actually a pretty good well, one. Free actually. will is insane. Even with free will, um, God still knows what you're gonna do. So is it really free will? You know, it's it's an interesting one. Like, oh, I haven't heard um, the idea of God in free will. I've I've heard of it basically as a fundamentally science-based argument being that yeah, like I your brain is just subject to the this. chemical reactions of previous chemical reactions hence you're destined to make X Certain. and Y decisions or like if you could freeze time you could predict everyone's futures based on their current chemical state in their brain yeah. I, mean, I mean but how long in the future would you be able to see that you know because that that is an interesting take because you could you could very well see what's going to happen in the next few seconds, but you don't know what's going to happen after those next few seconds because it's yeah. dependent on environmental, like of the environment of, of yeah, the I, person. I, I completely agree. I completely yeah. agree. I think like... There'll be an interesting study to look of at. A, of volcano erupts and all of a sudden the science doesn't really dictate or like... See, and this is why it's a theory because yeah. in a theoretical world, you'd be able to predict all, all this stuff based based on the current state yeah and you'd have been able to predict the environment that person would be per se yeah yeah which that's pretty cool actually I like that it's an interesting one there's some other stuff that he said that I'll I'll share he said there was a guy who was asking uh, he left the military and was kind of asking how to find his purpose in day to day life after leaving such a regimented scheduled life in in the military and Goggins was kind of like figure out your values what you want to stand for and structure your life around that in a way of finding finding purpose I don't really I don't really know how that translates or how we can talk about it I definitely like the idea of the peaceful warrior yeah okay go on I don't know I think that's cool I think that's cool. Well, explain. Um, <laughs> oh, what what the peaceful warrior is, mm. oh, how geez, it relates. Because I, I haven't read it yet. I haven't. I haven't read the book yet. Okay. Um, I just like the idea of someone who can meditate, be calm, peaceful, yet like has the inner, the inner warrior that won't give up. The mm-hmm. like beast you know what i mean like you could wrangle with someone but then like the balance of also being calm and i do like that on the um philosophy side as well has been really interesting to read about that 
Yeah, it was a big thing. It see it follows a couple things because I think see I'm not sure how much the Stoics were warriors. It's definitely more. I don't know about Stoics, but Marcus Aurelius was he was he an would, emperor, so he had to basically. He would have been, had the warrior side and the peaceful side. I think it stems mainly from Chinese philosophy mm-hmm. and like Japanese and samurais. Yep, and that stuff where they'd be like calm in the garden or like zen paintings and whatnot and then also savage warriors see that's the funny thing though and i i I don't know yet but i will know at some point because i will buy another stoic book very soon um but basically that's what's interesting i don't know how much marcus aurelius books actually relates to stoicism in a sense because in a way he and we've discussed this before is basically his notes on how he was going at the time and it's very interesting to read and he uses the what he has learned from stoicism and socrates and all that all all that jazz (laughs) Mm. um but it's it would be interesting to know how much he actually talks about stoicism itself because he never mentions it really like he never makes a commentary on stoicism and and yeah his perspective on it i've understood that i guess does he ident like he would identify as a stoic right like he has stoic principles but he obviously has his own mind he says a lot i don't know if you've reached that point yet but no, I'm, I'm like less than halfway he does mention at some point like soul will you ever be this so he's basically like a claiming for him to himself like are you ever gonna become what i want you to become pretty much how do you interpret soul in his soul. In, in his book because i'm struggling to because he'll say the directing mind okay. which i think we can both understand exactly what that means like the the one that's like i want to become like this i will do that but when he talks yes. to the soul and addresses the soul i'm i don't know i wanted your take i believe the soul or his soul is his him so it's what actually defies him. So you have your thoughts and you have the soul, right? And you'd have a being. So I think I like that sentence that he says a lot that we are just souls inside corpses. Yeah, yeah, I know. So it's basically you have a being inside a corpse and that being it's you. And then within that being you have your brain, which allows you to think and allows you to have all these thoughts yeah and basically the soul is what actually determines the action and all that like it's what ends up being you it's what like observes the yeah so basically like not not listening to your animal's instincts would be your soul basically being collected and being able to choose where to go um so you have for example Uh, an impulse thought so so your soul is kind of directed by the guiding mind I think they're both of the same, pretty much. So the guided mind would be the, not just the action taker, but it would be what decides, and the soul is just a part of it. You know, I think it's a, it's yeah. it's a part. You know, it's him. I get it. I think I I think I get it. So when he addresses his soul, it's like, um, so why aren't you, why aren't you ever gonna be this way? So why can't you ever be? A, part of philosophy pretty much is it's a longer sentence but it yeah, basically just no. means that um, I get you. It's, it's, 
difficult one to answer. I'd, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell a soul is, man. I, I like his take on soul. I, I like takes... I, I love the idea of a soul. Oh, I think I have to subscribe to the idea. Yeah. I really, I, I really believe in, like, that you could touch someone's soul through just, like, conversation you know what i mean like you could feel that i would mean well-heartedness in i think so scenarios like that's just that's not communicated verbally it's but on not- another level though like wouldn't that just be chemicals in your body as well because in that sense i and i love the butterflies on the chest even when you're having just a nice conversation it doesn't it doesn't necessarily need to be like the love of your life or anything of the sort but when you really enjoy mm-hmm. a conversation you feel like happy about that <laughs> environment yeah i get you i get you maybe that's your soul being touched right? maybe maybe that's maybe, what it is maybe 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 the chemicals touch the soul and that's what it is well i had a crazy i'll have to show you to actually it's a another seminar it's on youtube by krs1 mm. um, hip-hop a hip-hop guy and he talks about <laughs> i'm not sure if he really calls it the soul but it's a weird take on on consciousness that i hadn't heard of in that like when you close your eyes and you can picture something and you can interact with your thoughts and that you can like have a thought and say something to that thought and you can like hear what you're saying control what you're saying Mm -hmm. he kind of he like again he goes into it more elaborately but he'll say that it's like a his argument was that you're a god or like a godly type being put into a flesh body that's stoicism man and then like <laughs> and then like it's kind of like the thing like if, if god gave you the chance to yeah. to go down into the universe and witness the universe through the eyes of the universe and mm-hmm. you would say hell yeah and then he'd put you in this this body that we're in see but that's what's interesting though in marcus aurelius meditations he mentions a lot the fact that you're a godlike being and you can you you are the decider of your own choices even though they have and i, I don't believe that much in destiny but he he does talk about fate um fate a lot and but but he talks about being self-preserving and self-conscious about what's going on and self-aware rather um it's it it, it that's what makes you a god pretty much yeah i mean I definitely, I definitely have to believe it. I reckon. I reckon so too. I don't. Like, I don't know. I don't know. In fact, I think just like even just watching good old Goggins today, him talking about like the things he's overcome through his, like just the power of the mind. It really resonates that the brain is so much more capable than our bodies, mm. <laughs> and like you can learn to harness the brain through meditation daily and it's like you can cut out all all the noise and reach a a power state you know Mm, okay i don't know how to just uh, not a power state but like a where you can access yeah inside your brain yeah like like in the when you don't give up type thing yeah and it's like you can go through so much suffering and overcome so much by like if you're capable like you like your brain is capable of it you have to train it to be able to but like i have to agree with that i have to <laughs> but maybe we all are higher powers i i believe so 
kind of have to believe so at this point you know it's we're all capable to do things that we sometimes don't believe in ourselves for so it's it's very interesting to see like oh I'm gonna do this tomorrow I'm gonna do this tomorrow and then at one point you do it and then you just keep going on it I find that like amazing the whole the the switch it's is this like my my cleaning jobs where I'll just like not clean not clean and then (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't relating to that no but I guess that's a pretty (laughs) we live together by the way (laughs) for who doesn't know oh yeah if you didn't listen to the very first episode we're housemates (laughs) yeah yeah you don't you don't clean but that's okay (laughs) sometimes you do (laughs) Well, yeah, what were you saying then about about the, the crossover? I'm saying like, um, I guess I'm going on a tangent that doesn't really, well, it crosses over, but it doesn't match, I guess. But it's the, the whole idea of someone just pulling a trigger and being able to do things that we don't, which we find unbelievable to ourselves and become someone who you didn't think you could become. Yeah, right. And I think that's why I love that like what I said in the opening about about Goggins take on, on God and becoming something that like if God had a plan for you beyond what you are now that he intends to go beyond that and if we're God like uh, I think that's crazy if, if we're God like creatures as meditation says mm. we are would would the thoughts of this God that is above us right it's like you're fully capable of yeah it's just your thoughts basically and you going beyond your thoughts would be going beyond that god's thoughts yeah i get you it'd be like a like a like a godly friend being like yeah. haha look at god number <laughs> one i bet you he'll only achieve this <laughs> yeah I, I i like this part of the conversation honestly because it does throw me back a lot to the book though so i don't want to mention that much but it is really awesome the idea of being part of a whole of being part of nature in a sense where oh, like, I, well i think did we mention this last time where we're just part of the universe like well yeah but 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 trying to reflect to what we're talking about is just yeah. um i like the idea of not do not be afraid of death on a sense because it's it's natural and basically you came i'm pretty sure i said this last time actually um you came from somewhere and you became who you are from the natural resources around you and once you die you become part of the resources again and it's just a forever cycle that will just start the cycle again yeah i think this stuff's so important and i don't think like see and this is the crazy thing about philosophy and these ideas is we we i had to discover these on my own so did you right like mm-hmm. but the idea of change and death like the idea of being scared of them now is is crazy just because like when you realize how fundamental they are yeah i to, understand i understand why it's scary oh i can understand why i haven't been be there scary. but it's an acceptance really it's just it's gonna happen and there's nothing you can do about it and just i consider it a bit of a hustle a bit of a uh, you're going you're going to die your time is limited <laughs> do something fun do something cool yeah i agree we've had this conversation before but you, def- you definitely had a different take when we spoke about it though 
Yeah, what was my... Do you remember what my so, whole take would have been? it was basically like, would you like to live forever? Would you Would you like to live forever? Not like to live forever, oh. but would you... Um, would you prefer to be a immortal being or would you prefer to be a mortal being? And your take was sort of like being limited makes it worse than being unlimited. Wait, being limited makes it worse? Yeah. So you said, for example, because I had the side, I, I was trying to make a point on the side of basically... <clears throat> You, you have a limited time, so you only have a certain amount of time to do all the things you want. And it is kind of disappointing sometimes to think that you only have limited time. So there are things that you are never going to try. Yeah. Um, but unlimited means you can try everything you want. Yeah, it means that there's no urgency to your actions. Yes, but because there is no urgency, it would maybe, possibly create a depression inside you. And that was the whole idea because we were just talking about this um, little short video that I watched and I was just trying to reflect yeah. and have a conversation about it pretty much. And uh, it was interesting. I'm just trying to think about it now if, if, I, if life would be better as an eternal being. I don't think I'd like uh, to be an eternal being. Well, that would... Um... As in you cannot die. It doesn't matter what happens. You yeah. cannot. And you... You I guess my <laughs> the inner questioner in me is, oh, okay, you don't want to live forever, which I think I probably agree with that, which would indicate that there would be an ideal time to live, to be alive for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For everyone, it varies. Um, and I'm starting to think maybe being an eternal being wouldn't really even be that bad. Hmm. Yeah, maybe I'm just going to keep... Um, maybe I just stand my ground on the being an eternal being. I think witnessing the like long-term change of the universe would be pretty cool. It would be pretty awesome. But what if we are eternal beings? Doesn't necessarily well, need to be like, on this body. Like, uh, I've heard a perspective. Uh, I'm not sure if it's in meditations, but like that the soul, the like in the same way that the body doesn't, like in the physical form doesn't just when you die disappear it decays yeah over time and then slowly rots into nothingness mm -hmm. that the soul does a similar thing yeah and it goes into air or something of the sort i, I remember that phrase yeah, it, yeah. it might have been in meditation it was in meditation it was yeah that the soul decays is a an interesting one because you would see change but you wouldn't get out of here you know you would never leave earth you could but it depends on your surroundings you, you're one man yeah your impact could be it could be amazing significant but it could be very bad also well you could say the same of any of our lives right it could yeah yeah but uh, at least we're limited on that sense right right like if we're having a negative impact we can't <laughs> Well, you can change. I'm sure if you're an eternal being... It won't being, go on forever. Yeah. If you're an eternal being, surely you'd be... I don't know. I See, don't this know. this is what I think. Maybe being an eternal being, you'd begin to understand the ways of things so vague of me. But, you know. See, I'm going to put into a perspective of money, right? Because we live in a world with money. Yep. People who have more money usually become more greedy. Usually. Yep. Not always. There's a lot of good people who have a lot of money. That's fair. Yeah. 
I acknowledge that. If you're an eternal being, would you be greedy for life? So you'd become a negative impact purely because you live forever. What, just because you'd be hoarding money? Yeah, in the same way money, if you have unlimited unlimited amount of money where you just can't, you don't even know <laughs> where to put it. <laughs> There's a funny thing that if you, even if you were an eternal being, you'd have to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I mean, not really. If you're an eternal being and you don't have to eat because you just don't die, you could just wander around. Yeah, that would, yeah, that's that's weird. That like implies like you'd have to. Yeah, if you're an eternal you, being, then be, it doesn't you'd be, matter. You'd be a self-sustaining being. Yeah. Hey, that'd be kind of sick. I'd do that. Yeah, just wander around. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. I feel like you would get boring at some point. Well eternity is pretty long you can definitely visit the entire earth on your lifetime (laughs) yeah but like (laughs) over various states of time i like one quote from marcus aurelius nothing really changes and i'm starting to believe it because he's talking stuff two thousand years ago that i agree with and i'm still not busted so like the primitive brain no, just the idea that the world doesn't really change. Like the same patterns emerge. Yeah. And I agree with it in a sense. Like even technology, it changes, it becomes different, but in a way it's still the same. What really changes is people, but people are always the same. See, I think that's what meditation has taught me, that we are the same. Humans, the same as correct when when he died 170 ad we said yeah yeah like humans are the same yeah we haven't changed i believe is as back then based on how i read his notes and yet the only thing like we're just apes with better technology yeah pretty much (laughs) crazy pretty much and then we have some that are smarter some that are not as smart some still some that do other things still in the ooga booga stages yeah (laughs) which is interesting and there's us passing through the same thing some emperor went through you know some things not all of it but definitely mind wise pretty similar (laughs) otherwise we wouldn't be reading and enjoying it find it relatable yeah it's crazy to find it relatable yeah that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. It's and the, and that tying that back to the previous conversation, mm. as a social being that lives forever, wouldn't you at some point get bored? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Not unless so. not unless like <laughs> the earth just becomes like a stone that has nothingness on it for eternity <laughs> you're just destined to sit here I think it'd be cool to like watch a lot of things happen that's what I think the course of time but I think you get boring I think you'd, I'd just want to die at some point and be like oh come on man it's like reading a book it just gets boring after a while hey, observing the human race would be sick though yeah, yeah a long time for things to happen though you realize that right yeah yeah and how are you how are you watching uh, this happen you you're not flying around you just no you'd be living in it 
but like presume that's your like you don't know any different for us like a year is a long time but you know time perception will be completely different if you yeah and if, you have if your life isn't capped at 100 years and you have to be a very very i don't know i'll, I'll say philosophic person well, or someone would, very calm and collected because well, you would end up being oh yeah you'd have to you'd have to people would die left and right around you and you'd have sadness but you wouldn't you couldn't you can't really feel it because if you're feeling it then you just make your passage through harder through eternity and at one point if everything dies because everything does die right and everything is born yeah yeah so you'd just be a floating piece of matter in space yeah which how is that different from life as as we know it <laughs> it just lasts longer as in now yeah i i believe we do things because it's limited because there's a sense of urgency yeah there is always a sense of urgency we're getting old i look in the mirror i look different than i did like a year ago it's wild yeah I mean, I've, I have. How to, would be a different? What would be the differences of an eternal being, an eternal human? I'm saying being as a god, but eternal human. I want to ground that idea. Yeah, I'm a I'll mere just, just like, human. You just appear thirty years old, <laughs> forever, forever. I see. Imagine you're just a really ugly eternal being. <laughs> <laughs> You have all this knowledge. Then I would not want to live forever. <laughs> you just goddamn. I mean, you'd figure out how everything works. You'd <laughs> yeah. You'd be <laughs> you'd ultra have, good at psychology. You'd have eternity to figure out how to get around that. <laughs> I'm sure of it. <laughs> oh. oh man. I mean, the way we were talking about it before is that we are eternal beings, just not in the physical realm. <laughs> Well, no, that's not what Marcus says at all. No, it's not what he says, but that's what we would... Well, that's what I was implying, yes. Yes. That would be a that would be an interesting one. If you are able... I don't know, actually. I don't know how it would be. It doesn't matter, I guess. In a sense. Like, there's so many places we could go. There's so many places we could also not go. Like planets. No, just, just of space. what could happen. Do we become f- like? Do we become just <laughs> phantom selves flying around, or do we just become Earth, or do we just <laughs> resurrect in some other being? You know. But I imagine we just like go back up, like our physical bodies die, and we just like reunite as as energy beings of energy <laughs> and you like look back on earth and you're like <laughs> dude that was sick when you did this or like yo that podcast was real funny like, <laughs> like look at all the other humans that did it as well <laughs> imagine you die and you just wake up in a simulation room <laughs> oh like the back rooms you'd be like ah oh, <laughs> no <laughs> I don't know what I'm I'm kind of picturing like a <laughs> like a like you're a ghost but just freely able to travel the universe so That's it's fair. like we could just like link up pull up to earth 
You just put your Yo. die, you die, and you just pull out your helmet. <laughs> You're like, whoa! Yeah, <laughs> game is over. I guess <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you'd have like your your godly being friends from before you became humans. They might show you life on another planet and be like, yo, this is what we did and what we got up to. <laughs> the time perception would be different in a place like that. But there, yeah, well, there, there would be none, right? Don't know. I don't know. <laughs> There's oh, no right or wrong on that one. There would have to be. I'm sorry, man. There would have to be passage of time. There, there is no have to, my dude. No? We percept things in a very different way than oh, you're it right. could be, really. I guess, hey, like we haven't even really perceived time on another planet before. Huh? Well, we could. Because isn't there the whole thing about like Well, we time, created the idea of slowly. time. There's no really time. Time definitely passes. For us, yeah, because we die. Yeah. If we didn't die, then there's no reason for time. Because in a way, it's just a planet rotating and going around a sun. And we use that time because we figured that was the best way to separate oh, the weeks. That's our measurement of time, yeah. But yeah. time passes regardless. Oh, you mean time and space, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, how yeah, yeah. I, just, I just mean like space-time. I don't know how that works. Space time is very interesting. It's just the mass of the planet and how far away from its host star. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, the time would move slower on yeah. bigger planets, right? I don't know if time exists. For real, for real. Time has to exist. Nothing has to. You need to yeah. calm down with your has. Okay, I feel like... <laughs> you you be a little bit open. You disconnect the word we're using, the measurement system we're using. Like... What is time? For you time for me is like the sequence of current moments uh-huh. the and time only like exists the, like the the sequence of present tense and our idea of time only exists because we're here right like we can only observe the present right mm-hmm. but the fact that we could observe the present differently now mm. as opposed to now means that in my mm. eyes there's a passage of time and then like whether or not you'd want to describe it as time and how you want to measure it based on whatnot is I don't know, out of my concern really but that's how I would consider time mm. and like prove that it exists in a way that's fair there is a lot of scientific studies that go around it. They're very interesting, actually. Um, to if time apart from exists. your personal thought of it. But um, it is actually really, really interesting on in the sense of does time exist? Because in reality, we don't really know the true meaning of time, right? Because we, we, we know time for what we created, right? The passage of seconds and whatever how we measure it and yeah that's that's what time is <clears throat> i can completely see the the argument that there is no such thing mm. and that all that exists is the present moment and beyond the present moment nothing yeah so like i get that but i don't know space time is a would kind of lead me to believe that there is space time is basically measurements as well 
is we we use it as a grid so we understand yeah. how the bodies work in space that's yeah. what space time means well that's exactly it right like it, instead of just plotting something on like the x y and z axis you plot it on the time axis have you never you, you never heard this no <laughs> really so this moment like then because we're in space uh-huh. and the planet's permanently rotating yeah the moment like where i clicked just before is no longer like yeah okay yeah. right where i'm holding I'm, my I've, hand i have thought about this yeah yeah Go so <laughs> you use space time to like you plot the x y z like in the four dimensional space or three dimensional space uh-huh. relative to something so like relative to the coffee table mm-hmm. and your chair and my chair you can pinpoint where relative to earth the the click was and then like relative to time okay yeah. you track how the relative thing has moved in space does that make sense <laughs> well relative thing sorry so you use the three points uh-huh. to track where the where the click happened where yeah yeah and then you kind of like backtrack in time to figure out the point in space this is not making sense i'm sorry <laughs> you okay that's fair i don't really know how to describe it in a different that's way fair. send me the link i would love to read about it it's it's that book by stephen hawking it's yeah the, yeah yeah i would love to read it i mean i have been saying that for the past yeah and i have two not, months and i have not so. been reading it so yeah is that no it's really interesting because like space hmm. things are moving like the earth is constantly rotating so uh-huh. to say that something is like right right here is is wrong because that point changes where we are in relative to all of space yep. is constantly moving correct so nothing even if we observe it stationary is never stationary I mean, relativity is the idea that it depends yes but like whoa where where like in in respect to space so this is so this is yeah when you measure points and when you measure something like when yeah when you have to track something in space you Uh you use space time okay and that that obviously has time okay that makes sense yeah so that would like that's how you prove um like the speed of light because you're tracking where it was in time Mm -hmm. and and space oh that makes complete sense yeah yeah that's how we measure everything (laughs) yeah right yeah yeah, yeah speed yeah. that's how it's measured yeah but you yeah it's ba- it's space time uh-huh because <laughs> it's not just yeah <laughs> it's yeah. an interesting one it's way complex to explain i'm oh well it makes it complete makes sense. sense yeah okay okay cool, you would cool. explain in a very weird way but yeah, well, after when look, you I'm, actually i'm no i'm no expert in it the, <laughs> the last few little bits that you said made a lot of sense so yeah okay i think that was my brain just kind of like slowly it was the click the click slowly putting the puzzle pieces together the click made it very hard to understand but yeah the click was supposed to signify a moment sound well a moment okay and then that moment happened at a certain time i see yeah so that like that's what that's what that's Uh what's best Uh whereas you would if you're measuring but that is also a measurement though the time yeah yeah see that's a created by humans for obviously a very um 
understandable reason if we want to know anything about the universe we need to understand that yeah yeah it yeah 100 percent is a measurement system well minutes seconds that we we had to come up with yeah well yeah to understand minutes seconds hours in similar to like but even a meter is defined as light years Mm -hmm. like i've the number is impossible to remember it's got like nine zeros in it mm-hmm. but we use light years and this idea of space time to it's like our fundamental measurement system so like a meter is defined by zero point zero 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 like one seven whatever the hell light years yep <laughs> which is wild but yeah minutes seconds it's just kind of like we created them to be able to make these observations wait light years is a distance measurement yes 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 the distance that light seconds and time seconds and minutes is different oh yes so yeah you're right yeah I'm pretty sure about that one yeah my brain's the cogs are turning but it is it is interesting because we do use so light years is related to time as well and I know what you're saying ah yes because you have to use minutes seconds hours to measure the the space time position you're explaining it very weirdly because you're literally (laughs) using light and that is how long it will take for light to travel yes yes in a year yeah. yeah calm down with the space time I know, my, my brain I'm it's it's three losing light it. years that's light it's breaking how long bro. it take my, my brain is cracking to bits <laughs> I get it it's fine um, we have been rolling for 42 minutes if we want if you want to end that one there um i still have some cool i have another one that i that i'll okay, okay. share from goggins so going back from, to the seminar yeah basically i think yeah. we just use it as a, a bit of a crutch <laughs> yeah but there was one one person in the crowd who was like she believed she was destined to do something right to do something great but like she didn't know what and okay. was like what do i do or how do i how do i navigate this and he basically said, perform without a purpose. Kind of like uh, what he said is like, train and maintain a high level so, you, so you're ready for like whatever comes. Whatever your moment is that you are ought to seize in life. Train and maintain yourself at a high level, both mentally and physically, so that whenever your thing happens to you, because you can't force it, it'll just happen, that you're ready to seize it. And he said that, he said something that I really like. You are your own purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, developing yourself and improving who you are is your purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It should be everyone's purpose. In life. I agree. I agree. Mm. And I was reflecting on the bus what my purpose is. Yeah. And I came with the very holistic approach of like make everyone's life who's ever meets me better right it's good purpose is the purpose and then the purpose beyond that is to just kind of like 
impact as many people as possible right isn't like i think that's like a global purpose though i think that's a purpose that everyone could manifest or mm. i agree yeah or like i don't yeah, want to say should manifest but like the agreement to it that's your purpose right <laughs> it would make the world a better place i reckon if everybody adopted that mindset oh but i believe so do you reckon the balance is required well, you need the evil you well it depends what you classify as evil and good right there's good deeds yeah I feel like we get a pretty decent sense of what's evil but no i've changed my mind about it yeah maybe for a little while maybe i'll go back to it but yeah the whole idea of balance lately has put me into that sort of side of things where someone does something that you don't like doesn't mean that is evil or it's bad for your surroundings per se you know like let's say someone's destroying the planet right they're mining all this stuff they're also creating jobs and they're also moving the economy so okay i was definitely just thinking more acts of evil in regard to like violent rape <laughs> violent rape okay being an act of evil in my eyes <laughs> like an act of evil i see right um Oh, that is a hard one to actually describe. I don't know. Um, and I'm like, well, this, I mean, those this are, is where I'm like, at the balance, is it necessary for you to appreciate? Well, I great, don't know. Great goods of deed. There know. must be great acts of evil. It's a good question. I mean, where does all these things happen the most, right? There's evil people everywhere. And there's good people everywhere. Yeah. Would life become mundane or boring? if neither extreme existed it would require less right less yeah so like evil didn't exist then police wouldn't really exist because there would be no need for it yeah but I'm just saying (laughs) if there's no bad then there's no requirement for anything really good and we all just (laughs) exist on like a a common understanding but that's good though that'll be does it, does it become boring well maybe that's the philosoph- philosophical utopia right I guess hey. when everyone's in agreement where we all just act in where we just don't where we feel indifferent about things they just happen they just mere things that happen to everyone so it's part of nature and we are part of nature so things just go on I actually like that idea quite a bit it's pretty zen <laughs> say it again um well <laughs> yeah my bad <laughs> I missed it and I feel like it was one of the things that just kind of happened <laughs> okay so but I well what did I say it's I'm not um, too sure that's what I everyone's in agreement so things just happened and we all yeah. we're all indifferent about good or bad we just happen and because that is the nature of men or humans yeah. that is just 
part of nature. I've heard Marcus mention this before. Yeah, he, he does mention that. But who actually mentions that is Plato, who talks oh. about that. Yeah, we, we forget that... Well, I forget that Marcus wasn't like... Came after a lot of these guys. Marcus wasn't even a philosopher, like, philosopher, philosopher no. when he wrote all that. <laughs> How funny is that? He became a philosopher when he died. Well, it's like many it's artists became funny. artists after they died, right? Yeah, right. Everyone's work becomes appreciated more once they're gone. Yeah, it's pretty wild how that works. Do you reckon anything we do will be appreciated more when we die? Keep it in mind, we have lived like a quarter of our lives. <laughs> yeah, I don't really think I'm to be appreciated for anything post death i don't think it matters but do you think so think anything we can do could be appreciated um anything would come with value to future generations i like to think that if i were to pass my friends and family would adopt my values (laughs) yeah okay you know they'd be like oh eamon would want to I mean, I'd hope we want to think this of this situation in where you wouldn't have thought that oh. prior to my passing. I'd hope people think that way before I pass already. I hope so too. But <laughs> Please, maybe. future generations of my family and friends, don't wait until I die to be nice to me. But like, <laughs> I also recognize that <laughs> really, I'm really just a no one in the grand scheme of earth and eternity and and the human race yeah well that's fair that's interesting thought actually yeah I don't know myself I don't know it's um I'd love to do something that impacts the world that would be really cool but the recognition of it doesn't really impact me very much and I see and think and see this is why I think this is how I kind of settled on that purpose of everyone who you meet lives a better life having met you to being being a good purpose to live by is that I don't think that one ought to be a celebrity like Kobe Bryant to like you know have positive impact on huge numbers of people like that's what I mean by like I think you extend the purpose to be you know as you could express it to the masses Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that you can't have that effect like you can be well known without being like famous yeah covered in the news or by media Mm mm-hmm you know, like if you travel overseas and you talk to strangers and like yeah, just are, are respectful, you will throughout the course of your life touch the lives of many people. Mm-hmm. And if you ought to, like, if you have the intention of making everyone's lives better, then like your impact will be similar to those who get coverage for doing it. Yeah. Does that make and like you are actively it does contributing to a better world and to be fair you are quote unquote <laughs> talking to your fans meanwhile someone who's famous doesn't actually isn't actually able to 
personally talk to the people who they are impacting. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they'd have like meeting greets and, and whatnot, and they'd be able to spread their personal messages further. But, like, yeah. I mean, you never really know who a famous person really is. Well, when, you, um, when you're doing what you are doing, you'd, people would actually know you because yeah. you'd, you'd be just, giving yourself to them. Yeah, and the only reason, like, see, I'm maybe I'm just going off on tangents here, but, like, because I guess I've been contemplating recently a lot of like like the idea of chasing money or like what we commonly understand in our society as success being being power and finances yeah like like why chase these things I mean I think I understand why you'd chase them because they provide a certain level of protection and freedom it's good to have a balance on that as well yeah but it is the world we live in unfortunately yeah like it just strategically places you nice in the world but it doesn't but it doesn't have any any fundamental connection to what your purpose should be yeah i agree with that and like yeah i don't know for me that was a really i don't know it took a lot of brain racking to come up with that conclusion in 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 a sound way because you'd think that in order like your purpose must drive you there you know like people would talk about their purpose being to start a business or their purpose is to do x and y thing that you like takes them to the position of having money or reaching their success be like you know what i mean like they, they, they tie their success in with their purpose i don't necessarily believe the two are linked uh-huh. success and purpose separate yeah could make them connected that would actually make life a lot easier you could you could you could I and to be fair what what defies successful honestly successful is you achieving what you want right so at the end of the day you fulfilling your purpose makes you a successful person oh yeah I guess I'm speaking to the like just relative yeah, to make ideas, money and being of rich mo- of money and power. Yeah, but see, I don't actually believe that is a general idea. I know that is no. the general given to us, but everyone I meet, and they all want to make money and stuff. But basically, just to keep living, we live in a world where we have to buy things. We have to have money. If we don't what? have money, we die. <laughs> Do you have an idea of success? Um, I don't actually. I don't have an idea of success and never really thought about it i chase what i can and what i want and at the end of the day i am happy where i am so at the end of the day i find myself a successful person i'm achieving all these things and i know i've been through places in life where i wasn't feeling great about myself so in a way I would call myself not successful in that way, but I went through them and I achieved above them. So I succeeded in those problems of failures yeah. pretty much. So, yeah, which, I, which I, I, I agree with, but you don't see success as being something still yet to achieve. Or, oh, no. yeah, definitely. Well, I feel like success, never you never really reach 
a peak of success not to me at least it's you you have plans and once you achieve those plans Uh, you you want to achieve more because that's just that's what drives me not everyone yeah, is like no, this. Well, I, but I, I, I agree with that. I agree. Yeah, not I, not I everyone agree. is like this and that's completely fine. That's that's just my point of view from... That's my point of view of success. I get you. Yeah. I get you. I don't mean to shoot it down, but I, I consider that more a purpose. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I'm saying. For me, success oh, for you, for you, and for you, they're purpose, they're linked. They're, they're, they're the okay. same. They're yeah. one of the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because I don't know my purpose either, man. I mean... There's many things I like to do, you know. I I like the idea of impacting people, mm-hmm. and I guess I've always been trying to do that by being a social, like a social person around people. But I don't know. Um, a welcoming being. Yeah, I don't know. I genuinely haven't thought about either. Really, it's just I have plans, but they don't surpass. Bro, I can't stop thinking about either. They don't surpass two years. So annoying. Oh, dude! Ever since I started stop. reading that book, man, or all, all the books that I started reading this year, I have achieved. I, I still feel sad sometimes. Don't get me wrong, but I have achieved a Zen state where I'm just chill with what I am right now, and I am aiming towards things. But at the same time, I'm living right now, and it doesn't matter. Oh, if those I things compl- happen or not. I completely agree. So I guess my purpose currently is to make this podcast good. I don't hey, know. Hey, you're enlightened, bro. Correct. Oh, well, I... Would you... I mean, I don't know what the hell enlightenment is, but... <laughs> I think it's that. I think it's the peace of... The feeling of peace. I would, of the inner happiness. I would like to think so, yes. It's not 100%, but it's there. And it makes me feel more calm and collected around weird situations, which I wouldn't in literally a month ago. So, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Still need to meditate more. But... Meditating is good. Today was the first time I closed my eyes, and I was 10 minutes in, and I started picturing a place. That was nice. That was nice. Huh. It was like a view from a. Oh, that was actually really sick. It was like a view from a cave. There's a forest and there's a mountain, like a volcano-looking mountain. It's nice. It's nice. That was the first time I actually found a place in my mind rather than that I have ever seen. Oh, rather than just like a, a place in the world yeah. that you're mirroring. Yeah, because I used to picture that place in Byron where it's grass and then you see the beach on each side. I've taken you there. You probably won't remember, though. I mean, yeah, you've taken me a couple of places in Byron. Yeah, you're right. There's definitely a place in Byron that I that I think of. Yeah. But I have never had the... Going somewhere in my own brain. Yeah, that was very interesting. I really enjoyed that. It felt pretty peaceful. Need, need to meditate more. It was crazy to hear the Goggins guy talking about meditation as being super important. Yeah. Yeah, I think every, I think anyone who's I have to believe it gets honestly. to where they want to go, like use that idea of the directing mind mm. that Marcus talks about, meditates, like and just I think it's more important now in today as well of many distractions. 
many more distractions of I don't know many mm. more distractions yeah it's not like I can compare but you know what I mean yeah about being able to calm and clear your mind is of utmost importance if you want to just not be directed by other things direct yourself I guess yeah be be in charge of your own life yeah right yeah alright we're in an hour so oh, oh. Um, the end of the fifth episode <laughs> previously no what's that mm-hmm. what is it in the next episode oh, to be continued <laughs> no new always new I booked my tattoo actually that's a conversation for another time um, well thank you everyone for listening um, I will be ending this one here will, will we get a tattoo review by next episode yes I'll post pictures oh really really um, I am getting oh, it. Oh wow, the lights just went out. I'm getting it not this week. Yeah, next week. Okie dokie, okie dokie. Maybe episode seven then. Episode seven, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hope you enjoyed listening, and we'll catch you in the next one. Okay. See you Goodbye. later. Bye.